Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guests appear on the Smile Center hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. With today's special guest host, Sparky Pfeiffer. Thanks again, Gabe Kuhn, for letting me fill in for you. As uh, off on the honeymoon, got married over the weekend. Congratulations to him and his beautiful bride. Time now for The Blitz. Now, the biggest stories overloading the line of bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis' sports station. And as always, the Blitz is brought to you by Sissy's Log Cabin. First up today, Sparky, we have Jimmy Butler showing up as an emo to Miami Heat Media Day. What are your thoughts? What is his problem? <laughs> like, you... What is your deal, man? You've got enough stuff going on in Miami at this point to be screwing around doing this. I really hope this is just a ha-ha, I'm going to have fun with media day and we get old Jimmy Butler back because that Jimmy Butler that we saw up there today being all nice and calm and quiet and I'm dealing with my emotions and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, my goodness. I it, It's over for the heat. It's all done. Pat Riley, I could hear him grasping his chest, going, what happened to my dog? What happened to my guy, Jimmy Butler? He gets after on the defensive side of the floor. What happened, Jimmy Butler? That Everybody laughed and had a good time with it. I hope he was just acting and screwing around, and this is not the Jimmy Butler we're going to see all year. Because if this is the Jimmy Butler we're going to see all year, uh, then there's really not a lot to fear from the Miami Heat in the East going forward. It's really been a, an interesting week if you're a Miami Heat fan because you a, a week ago you were convinced that you were going to get Damian Lillard. You were convinced that the Tyler Hero trade package to Portland was the best they were going to get. And then all of a sudden, Damian Lillard's on the Milwaukee Bucks, Drew Holiday's on the Boston Celtics, and you look up and all you have is an aging Kyle Lowry at point guard. Now they are rumored to be in the mix for James Harden, which would be just absolutely insane going down to Miami, as we know James Harden likes himself some nightclubs, so I'm not sure being in South Beach would would necessarily help his focus. I am also with you. I'm hoping that this was just kind of a, a joke from Jimmy Butler trying to lighten the mood because they have had such a rough week down in South Beach. If we remember, he's done this before at Media Days. He shows up and he acts, you know, he has kind of a costume going or a character going. So I would be I would be cautious if I was a Miami Heat fan while still being excited for the upcoming season. I do want to ask you, you know, just being having the Milwaukee perspective here, what was it like knowing that not only did you get Damian Lillard, but you were able to take him away from a team like the Heat? 
Uh, it was great because I got to go on some Miami radio stations and, and talk about it, and they were heartbroken and crushed and just not happy at all. Uh, I, I was stunned. I think everybody was stunned uh, that he ended up in Milwaukee. So for me, uh, it was great. It, it, from a, a fan of, uh, say, the Milwaukee Bucks, the rivals are the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Right. Those are the two rivals. Uh, and I would say the dislike for the Miami Heat uh, is probably numero one. Uh, and then there's a, a little bit of a break. Uh, and then two. And part of the two was Marcus Smart, right? That was part of two. People just didn't like Marcus Smart, didn't like Grant Williams. Neither one are in Boston anymore. So I don't know if that's really a thing anymore. But with Drew Holiday there now, who everybody loves, right? I mean, Drew Holiday in New Orleans, the community loved Drew Holiday and everything he did in the community. Drew Holiday comes here, uh, same thing. Everybody uh, loves him in the community uh, and loves what he's all about. Uh, so nobody's really rooting against Drew, but it does amp up the rivalry a little bit. It is interesting. I did see the James Harden thing. Uh, if they are interested in pursuing James Harden, that means Tyler Hero is going to be in the mix again. And Tyler Hero came out today immediately and said, hey, you know, that's that that's too bad for these other teams that don't want me. That's that's your fault. You know, kind of like you're going to regret it. I got news for you, Tyler Hero. Your own team doesn't want you. Right. Because they're going to try and trade you for somebody else now. They also don't want you on their team. And I don't know how Tyler Hero got himself in the position not to be loved and wanted by anybody. Because I don't think he's a bad basketball player. Uh, but clearly Cronin and the Trailblazers didn't want to deal with him. Uh, and it'll be fun to see what happens here in this James Harden deal because you have to assume that Hero has to be a part of that deal. If they didn't want to give up Bam and they didn't want to give up Jimmy Butler for Damian Lillard, there's no way they're giving him up for James Harden. Right, and that's why ultimately I would be surprised if, if the Harden deal happens with Miami. I think it's one of those where right now the Sixers are looking for a trade partner because of what's going on with James Harden, and then Miami's trying to salvage a, a missed opportunity, not only on Damian Lillard, but they also missed out on Drew Holiday, because it, a lot of people assume that they might get on the mix there. So I think it's one of those deals where there's two people looking for a new home, so people are just kind of throwing these these teams together in trade talks. It just doesn't really make sense, ultimately, when you break it down, and James Harden doesn't really fit the heat culture mantra. You don't want to bring a headache into there. He's a he's a generational quitter at this point. It's kind of remarkable what he's he's been doing in Philly. Um I do I do want to ask so is it going to be difficult to root against Drew Holiday? Like what does he mean to Milwaukee as a city as a fan base because it seems like he's a beloved guy that they lost. Uh yeah. Uh, and it was interesting because the Lillard trade happens Giannis dark Right. Not saying anything on social media, uh, and you thought he'd be celebrating, but he's tight with Drew. Uh, so it's kind of the bittersweet thing of, yeah, we got a superstar player in Lillard, but I'm losing my guy, Drew Holiday, who they won a championship with. The last time Giannis was up for an extension, they made the trade for Drew Holiday, Giannis signed it. Giannis now up for an extension again, and not signing and now they make the trade for Damian Lillard. And then at media today, uh, media day today in Milwaukee, uh, he said he'll sign his extension this summer, that it just makes more sense for him financially to make more money to wait to the summer to sign it. And that's why he hasn't signed it yet. Uh, so yet again, they get a another star player in order to make it work. Uh, yeah, there are there are a lot of Bucks fans who are kind of like, man, he's a really good defensive player. Uh, and that's going to stink because Lillard, not that good defensively, right. even though he says he's getting better, maybe, but he's still not Holiday. Uh, and he knows he's not Holiday, but Holiday shrunk offensively in the playoffs. He certainly and, did. So from that perspective, you know, last year against the Heat, again, if if Lillard is on that team instead of Holiday, they probably beat the Heat because they were without Giannis for a couple of games in that series because Giannis got hurt. So then it was Holiday and Middleton, and 
the surrounding cast, and so you didn't really have that premier score. If Lillard is on that team, they probably beat the Heat. The Heat don't get as far as they do, and it's a completely different Eastern Conference. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems like the idea for Milwaukee replacing Drew Holiday with Damian Lillard is that they're just going to simply try to outscore people. Because I also have to think, you know, the defense with Drew Holiday, yes, that's a huge point. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Some argue he might be the best perimeter defender out there. But worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think with the pick and roll possibilities of Giannis and Damian Lillard, that outweighs the defense. And you also still have Brooke Lopez back there defending the rim. You also still have Giannis Antetokounmpo out there. You have two defensive player of the year caliber guys there, which I think they're going to be able to be fine on the defensive end. Pat Connaughton is also he's also a scrappy guy on the perimeter. So I think they're going to be able to, to hide Dame. And ultimately, that pick and roll, they're going to put teams in hell, and they're just going to outscore them. That's correct. The pick and roll. That's how they're going to kill people. Exactly right. And the other part of this is uh, is end-of-game scenarios. You know, for years, it's been, who do you really want to have the ball in their hands? Because Giannis isn't the guy, uh, necessarily, because his jump shot is a struggle, even though it's gotten better. Uh, and now you're asking him to go downhill into a wall of people and probably get a charge call. Uh, so you didn't really want Giannis to have the guy to initiate the offense at the end. Middleton has had a, had a couple of big shots, but it still wasn't that guy. It wasn't Kobe. It wasn't Michael. It wasn't that guy. Ja Moran, right? Didn't have Ja. Uh, so in this instance, now you get Lillard. Now there is no more debate. Lillard gets the ball to start, uh, and then he either goes and does gets the shot himself, or he gives it up to Middleton or Giannis uh, after people collapse on him. It makes their end-of-game scenarios so much more fun. Uh, and so much easier on everybody involved by having a true playmaker like Lillard out there that can score for himself at a high level or give it to somebody else. Adrian Griffin got a gift, didn't he? You know, getting Damian Lillard and having Giannis in your first year as an NBA head well, coach. What are you expecting from him? This is the thing. I, you go to that coaching staff, and I, by the way, I did not mean for this to be a Milwaukee thing, Yellow Connor. Um, I, I, I simply want to point out that Terry Stotts is an assistant to Adrian Griffin. Terry Stotts was Damian Lillard's coach for how many years in Portland? Oh, yeah. Nobody knows Damian Lillard better, better than Terry Stotts. And Terry Stotts and Joe Prunty, another assistant, former Jason Kidd guy that was in Milwaukee for a while, he's back as an assistant again. They're the ones creating this offense for Adrian Griffin. So you get the guy that Stotts built offenses around uh, before for Lillard. He knows his strengths. He knows his weaknesses. He knows what he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do. Uh, and now he builds the offense for this team. It couldn't be a better match made in heaven. And Stotts, a former longtime head coach, and I was told this years ago, anytime you have a new head coach uh, that comes in, first-time head coach, you always want to get a gray hair, they say. I don't know if Stotts has gray hair yet, but you want to have a gray hair uh, coach. Uh, on that team, a guy that's been through it and that has done it that can help that first-year head coach out. And Adrian Griffin was a Buck, was an assistant uh, coach for the Bucks. That's kind of where it all started before he went on and followed Scott Skiles to Chicago and uh, around the NBA. Tom Thibodeau, another guy that he coached under. Uh, so I, I think it, they're going to be okay. Uh, and Giannis apparently was hell-bent on having a former player be his coach. That was apparently a big thing. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I think he got the job. 
Oh, interesting. I didn't know that part. So it's, it's yeah, that's fascinating. I understand why though. I understand why. But real quick, throwing it back to Miami, I think the Tyler Hero thing ultimately is because they had so much success with the, without him in the playoffs that it probably just hurt his you know reputation around the league. Because I think a lot of people forget he won six man of the year. He's yep. but he's just such a streaky shooter, and he is yep. a minus player on the defensive end that it's tough to to build a trade package around him when you're talking about guys like Damian Lillard, James Harden. Etc. It's just you know you need something a little bit more sexier than uh, Tyler Hero. It's funny because I when he came into the league and you know he's a Wisconsin guy, so I, I've seen him play pretty much his whole career. Didn't go to Wisconsin, uh, chose uh, to go to Kentucky, whatever. But to me, he reminds me of J.R. Smith to a degree. Oh yeah, very much. That, so. That's who that's who he reminds me of, and I get ridiculed up and down whenever I bring that up around here. Uh, but that's that's kind of who he reminds me of. And I think the way you just described him is right. A streaky shooter that lacks defense. Now, when he gets going, he can be a huge difference maker in a game for a team. Huge. He can carry you uh, for a quarter, quarter and a half if he gets going uh, from outside and gets unconscious. But there are other times where you're like, dude, stop shooting. And because of who he is, he's not going to stop unless you put him on the bench. So there's there's two sides to that. And they already paid him a big term, uh, a long term deal. So whoever trades for him now has to kind of play that contract out. And then the question becomes, okay, do you want all that money on your bench as a sixth man or are you going to start him? Uh, that also becomes an interesting uh, decision. And if you're rebuilding or starting over, are you want to rebuild and start over with Tyler Hero? Probably not. That's my guess. That's why probably Portland didn't want to do it. All right, heading over to the NFL. Jonathan Taylor is expected to be back for the Colts on Wednesday at practice. Oh, buddy. Things are going to get interesting in Indianapolis. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to this one, and I'm sure you have been, uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, along with several other running backs, mad at the world, mad at the NFL, because they're not getting paid enough money, uh, and they're being disrespected at the running back position, yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine. So let's see who else was involved in that. Austin Eckler was involved in that. And then who got hurt? Austin Eckler got hurt. Jonathan Taylor was one of the vocal guys in that. What happened? Uh, He's hurt and still not playing. Uh, And now he's been out four weeks on the IL and now he's able to come back. They say he's going to practice and he's going to be at practice. Now there's also been reports that he still wants to be traded. So I'm guessing he's coming back because he definitely wants to get paid. Uh, So he's not going to be a a holdout and sit at home and not get paid. So he's going to come back and he's, He's going to practice. This Indianapolis Colts team is interesting because you've got a rookie quarterback in Richardson out of Florida who is highly inexperienced, uh, didn't play in week three because he he was out hurt, and now comes back here in week four and looks pretty good. Uh, the, the Colts lost but made some big throws, had a couple nice runs, uh, and there's obviously some promise there, but he's very, very raw. A good run game would certainly help that. Uh, they have Zach Moss, uh, who, of course, was with the Buffalo Bills at one point, who's had some uh, some time here the last couple of weeks, and now he'll take a back seat uh, once Jonathan Taylor is ready to go. Uh, and the Indianapolis Colts uh, and this AFC South, uh, and you look at it, and coming into the season, it was, well, it's Jacksonville and everybody else. Hmm. Eh, maybe not anymore. Uh, mainly because Stroud and the Texans, say what you want. I didn't think... I didn't think they'd be this good at this point. I I was not convinced. I love Stroud at Ohio State. I thought he was going to be a good quarterback. I was on that train. I thought he should have went one in front of Young. So I was on that train, no question. Uh, but I am really surprised by how well the Texans have looked uh, early on. So 
if that Texans team wins, what, six, seven games? I think that's more than what probably most people thought they would probably win coming into the year. Uh, then you look at the Jaguars. They haven't been nearly as good as what everybody thought they were going to be to start the year. Now, again, we're four weeks into the season. Still a long ways to go. But early on, the Jaguars have not looked like the Jaguars. Uh, they just played an Atlanta Falcons team that doesn't appear to be very good either. Uh, mainly because uh, their head coach, Arthur Smith, who uh, formerly of obviously the Tennessee Titans, uh, thinks he has Joe Montana, apparently a quarterback, and he doesn't, uh, and Desmond Ritter, uh, and that's a problem. Uh, so it doesn't appear that was a big victory, I guess I would say, for Jacksonville necessarily. So that didn't really win me over in their game uh, in Wembley Stadium uh, over the weekend. And then move on to the Indianapolis Colts, another team that, quite frankly, I thought was going to stink like the Texans. I thought they'd both be battling three or four wins most of the year. Uh, and the Colts probably still will be somewhere in that area, but they might actually be better than that if Jonathan Taylor can stay healthy uh, because that will legitimately give them now a two-headed monster uh, with Richardson and Taylor. And then we come to the Titans. And uh, again, you know, earlier on in the show, we had... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ross Tucker on Odyssey NFL Insider. And if you missed that, make sure to go download that on your Odyssey app and listen to that back. But... We talk about this Titans team uh, and what they look like. Derrick Henry. Hey, now, that's the Derrick Henry everybody's been waiting to see this year, right? Uh, and that's something that's going to have to continue. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Is he the same DeAndre Hopkins as he was before? Uh, no. no. He's not the same DeAndre Hopkins as he was before. Can he be a true number one wide receiver for this team good enough for them to be a playoff team and win this division? Yeah, I think so. I think he can be a good enough play, a good enough player to win this division. I, for one, have never been a guy that's been sold on Ryan Tannehill necessarily. And Connor, I don't know uh, if you're a big Ryan Tannehill guy one way or the other. I am not. Uh, But that is something uh, that, you know, Vrabel is going to have to figure out here one way or the other going forward of if this team does slip and if they're not going to look like they're going to win, you know, nine, 10 games and win this division and be a playoff team. How quickly do you go away from Tannehill uh, to give somebody else a, a chance here. Now you've got two young guys, obviously behind Tannehill, and they've got to figure out which way they want to go next in line uh, to give an extended look here before the end of the season. Uh, and to be honest with you, I don't think that's end of the world stuff if it were to go that way. Because if you do say win the division or whatever the case is, now there's added pressure probably to want Tannehill back again next year. And I, I just don't know if you ever take the next step of truly having a legitimate chance of going to a Super Bowl until you get that next young franchise quarterback in place after Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and that's the conundrum that I think they're in. Uh, and if you look over in at Minnesota with Kirk Cousins, they're in a similar situation, except they don't even have a guy behind Kirk Cousins. You have two possibilities. I don't know if either one will work, but you at least have two possibilities behind Ryan Tannehill. Minnesota doesn't have any. They're in the exact same situation kind of as Tennessee. Two veteran quarterbacks, neither of whom uh, are probably going to win a Super Bowl for you uh, with a huge quarterback draft coming up in Minnesota's case where it doesn't really pay dividends to play Kirk Cousins the rest of the year. 
uh, or it does it better serve everybody involved if they actually win three or four games? The Titans, even though it is a big quarterback draft, they can't draft a quarterback again next year. I, I can't imagine they would be in a position to draft another quarterback. Uh, but because they do have a quarterback, hopefully one of these two guys they like, maybe they're in a position to move back if they're at the top of the draft next year, top five, top ten, get some uh, some additional picks and go from there. I think uh, in Tennessee, you've got to start figuring out what's next at running back, and you have to figure out how do I get a premier young wide receiver in here to play? Who is that guy? Who is my Justin Jefferson uh, going to be to kind of Garrett Wilson, you know, who's that guy? Because right now, Tennessee doesn't have that guy. Uh, and whoever the next young guy is going to be between the two guys you have is going to need that next young superstar wide receiver to help them along. Then there's not nearly as much pressure on trying to find a once in a lifetime type running back like you have in Derrick Henry, Connor. Yeah, the Titans are in that weird NFL purgatory right now where you're not good enough to really be a contender, but you're not bad enough to tank. And to be quite honest, that stinks to be in. You don't want to be that 8-8 eight and eight perennial team who just kind of gets by, gets in the playoffs, and loses in the first round every single time. And to your point, they have they have Spears at running back, and they have Traylon Burks as a wide receiver, but I'm not convinced those are generational no, guys or guys Traylon you can build. Burks is not. No. It, you, you, we're, we're rooting for him to be a guy, but yeah, no. you know, it's at the same time, when you have a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill, you can't really see what one of those guys are because he doesn't set them up to be that superstar type of player. So the Titans have to make a decision here soon. Do you want to just kind of pluck along and make it into the playoffs if you can, but end up not being a real contender? Or do you start really building for the future? And I think one of the problems is is that Mike Vrabel is a win-now coach all of the time. He kind of refuses to lose, which I love having that, and I want him to be the longtime coach for the Titans. But you have to take your foot off the gas for a year or two sometimes and rebuild. No doubt about it. Coming up next in the Game Coon Show, we'll hit the rewind button here on 92.9 ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.